Welcome to Rage Against the Mainstream Podcast for the first time, our new friend Juan from 54 Reasons. How you doing today, man? I'm doing pretty good. Just got home from work. What about yourself? Same here. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, like for like, you know, like normal, like not like rock star musicians that need to have normal jobs. It's like the same exact thing for podcasters that aren't Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> for those that are listening, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you and what do you do? Uh, pretty much. I'm the singer and guitar player of 54 Reasons. Um, I can't speak right now. (laughs) (laughs) We pretty much play pop punk. Uh, We've been together since 2013 and going on, what, almost eight years this October? Yeah. Nice. So you guys are from Houston? Yes, we are. How's the uh, pop punk scene out there? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, it's kind of hard. Well, I don't know how to explain it. Like when it comes to pop punk over here, it's a, uh, it's you have to make your own crowd. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Yeah, that's what I that's what I try to mean when it's kind of hard. Like you have to put footwork to bring people to the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's funny too because like pop punk is such like a like a um like easy like an easy type of genre for an average music listener to like want to listen to like catchy like catchy hooks like good vocals good like musicianship and it's just so funny because there's always been like a stigma like around pop punk where it's almost like 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 uncool to like pop punk it's just it, it I never really understood it i think it's mostly because of like the you know, like when everyone was in high school, like all the girls liked all time low and made a parade and stuff like that. And it kind of like put a bad taste in people's mouths. It's like, Oh, well only chicks like that. And it's like, well, they do have very, like very good songs and very good hooks. And yeah, that, that's kind of like the name of the game, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, but, uh, go ahead. no, no, you, what were you going to say? Uh, I was disagreeing with you. Oh. Like, yeah, that's how, that's how it's been. <laughs> So, um, I guess starting out here, what, what are some of your, uh, influences? Like, uh, like what kind of got you into pop punk or was that something that you got into later on or, you know, like what shaped what would become 54 reasons? I, uh, obviously the biggest influence that, uh, got me into pop punk was Blink-182 and Green Day. I got into like rock music in general really late, like. I got into it like around 16 years old. Like I was really into rap as a kid, you know, because my brother was into rap. So monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> and then I had a friend that uh, he liked All Time Low. And he showed me a few songs. I was like, wow, this is great. You know what I mean? And then on YouTube, they has like the suggested videos. And I clicked on All the Small Things by Blink-182. And ever since then, it's just like, I wanted to be like a musician since then. I was like, I want to be like Tom, not really like Tom, but like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd be like him in a lot of other, like other ways, only the musical ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> go around chasing aliens. 
<laughs> it's just so funny. I mean, uh, with all the stuff that's going on with that band now, but um, it was funny. I saw something. I saw some, like a meme on Facebook. It was like, uh, like we have to save Travis Barker from the Kardashians. Oh, the put the curse. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> they even started a uh, what's it called a um um a GoFundMe or something like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> um going back to the to the uh the sound of fifty four reasons, you could definitely hear like the influences of like Blink one eighty two and Green Day and like all those other like early pioneers of the pop punk thing. Um is there any new pop punk bands that kind of uh like caught your attention or anything like that or was it just yeah, like uh, next, it's a big influence when it comes to like new wave of pop punk neck deep definitely i don't know if you heard of belmont i've heard the name before yeah they're i i actually personally like them a lot they're great uh that's another one but it's mostly neck deep when it comes to like new wave of pop punk that we kind of like look up to yeah and it's an like the other thing too with pop punk it's become so like uh like commercialized over the past few years and like uh like i sat down and i listened to the the new all-time low album not that long ago and I, i'm not gonna lie i was a little disappointed in it like they like yeah they lost their edge it's a little more pop yeah exactly yeah, yeah, it's 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 a little a little too much pop for them to be able to claim them being a pop punk band. <laughs> but, it's more like pop rock. Yeah, exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong. That one, that one single they have the 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 monster song or whatever it is. Like, I, oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's catchy. I mean, they still have their their ability to write catchy songs, but mm-hmm. like you know, like it, you're just like missing it. Like, it's just like, it's like not there anymore. Element, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you're obviously the front man, uh, guitar player, singer. Um, was your guitar playing strictly based off of pop punk, or was there any other guitar influences that you had? Uh, when I started playing guitar, it was strictly punk rock. Like, just picking down super fast and... <laughs> Stuff like that, but like as I grew as a musician, it like drifted to a little bit of blues, but it's still, but I still kind of like play really fast. Yeah. Downstrokes and catchy melodies. But other than that, like it's huge, it's just been like a lot of punk rock. Yeah, the same, cause you're down there in blues country, down there, down there in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Who are some of the other members of Fifty Four Reasons? You guys are you guys are a trio, and um, it's always it's always fun to hear bands that are only a three piece because you were able to do so much with so little. Like, hey, you know, we don't need a second guitar player or you know two guitar players and a strict vocalist. Like, I just feel like with the approach of having like a power trio, there's just so much like there's just so much more like rawness to it. Yeah. So pretty much uh the bass player, his name's Evan. And the drummer, his name is Aaron. Okay. Uh we uh I came across Evan in two thousand 
2020, early 2020. And then I met Aaron later on, like in 2020, like around October. Oh, okay. Basis in the band. So, um, you guys just released, uh, Cigarettes and Candy. Mm -hmm. Um, that's an, that's an EP if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, it's an album. Actually. Oh, it's an album. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I haven't really had a chance to check it out. Like I said, I've heard, um, I heard the just, uh, yeah, just drop me. I heard that when, uh, when you guys had the, the announcement with legend, um, and I was like, I can really, I can, I can fuck with this band like, like hard. And Chris is like, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's just like the the instrumentals in it are just great. Like you, you guys just sound like really, really good together. Um, so what was the um, like the process of making that album like? It was actually fun. Like we're, we're our producer, his name is Richard Wickander, and the way we do it, we go into the studio and just we take some demos, but at the same time, we kind of like. It's hard to explain because when we go into the studio, it's, we just, like, have fun. You know what I mean? We just rip it and, like, just go at it. Like, for... There's a song we have called... Um, well, I can't remember my own stuff. She's from a different world. <laughs> we started the process around, like, 2 p.m. and ended, like, at 6 a.m. Like, oh, wow. We just, yeah, we were just at it, like, adding stuff, taking stuff out. It was just fun, like... That's the thing too. It's like the whole idea of being in a studio and there's just like endless possibilities of what you can do and to have that extra, you know, that extra set of ears, like a, like a producer to have. And, um, it's just, it, it's incredible. Like when you're like, when you finally have a finished product and it's like, yeah, this is it. <laughs> that's a, that's how it pretty, that's how it pretty much goes when we go into a studio. Cause, uh, we, there's like, two type of rates you could do. You could do like an hourly rate or a uh, flat rate. And we usually do a flat rate. So we just have like a limited time and have like the song polished. Exactly. Add things to it if you want. So, um, with that being said, are you guys more of a, well, do you guys have more fun being in the studio or do you have more fun being out there in the, in the crowd and, you know, playing shows and stuff like that. Playing shows, definitely. That's, like, so fun, man. Like, it, during the during the 2020 pandemic, it was, like, it was just, like, dead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, everything was shut down. And as soon as we played our first show earlier this year, when they started opening stuff up, it was just so much fun, dude. Seeing people is great. And, like, we're still a small band, so... Uh, People get on stage sometimes, like that show that we play. People just ran on stage, and it was just fun. I was like, "Fucking get on stage!" <laughs> <laughs> so, was what was the pandemic to you guys? I mean, uh, obviously, you guys released uh, cigarettes and candy. Now, was that a product of the pandemic? Like, hey, we need to get something done. Like, you know, let's stay productive. Or was this something that was already in the works, and then it just so happened that the world ended? Yeah, it was pretty much in the works. <laughs> and then the world started ending. We we're like, oh, perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, at least now we're in a point in time. I mean, obviously now, I mean, it, it, it really sucks to like 
talk about the pandemic because it like it like puts like a time stamp like this is this time but i mean with everything starting to open back up and you know everything you know getting back to normal or whatever we can call normal now um are you guys getting out there and doing more shows and are you uh planning on like any tours or anything like that yet uh right now we are playing more shows uh we have a show actually coming up on august 21st and um, we're planning on touring later on um, next year. Okay. Around early, early next year, like around springtime. Nice. Yeah. We hit on the pandemic, and of course, I I always hate to bring up the pandemic thing. Like I, I just like hate it, but it's like the one common thread that all of us have. It's like, yep. Yeah. I was stuck in my it's house. Like- <laughs> <laughs> so. You guys just recently signed with Legend Entertainment. Congratulations mm-hmm. on that. Um, Thank you. This podcast is actually signed to Legend Entertainment as well. So we're all kind of yeah. like under the same family. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how what was that process like? And, you know, getting in getting in touch with Chris and how did that go about? We pretty much sent a demo and he messaged us back and it just went from there. It was super easy to work with. You know, we looked over the contract and we added some stuff, took some stuff out and he was cool with it. And he was like, all right, it went from that. It was a super easy process. Like, well, we never had like around pretty much five years ago when we barely started, we submitted like a demo to, um, standby records and they gave us a shitty deal and we didn't sign obviously. And we were trying to like, you know, work with them. Yeah. But they, Want to? They would just wanted us to sign the first deal that came to the table, and luckily Chris wasn't like that. He was like, "Make sure you look at, like over it, and if there's something, take red line it, do this, do that." Yeah, he's like exactly. giving advice and stuff like that. So I was like, "Oh, thanks, cool." <laughs> yeah, he, he's a, he's a real easy guy to get along with, and a really good yeah. partner in you know doing stuff like this. Um, it's funny how we even got like talking to each other he wrote he wrote that book called the music agenda and Mm -hmm. um he came on the show to talk about it and uh like when it was done i was like i you know like i read up on him and everything and i was like hey man like you have a label i was like if you have any artists or whatever that want to come on like you know they're more than welcome and um next thing you know boom it was just like artist after artist after artist and then finally a couple years went by because me and Chris have been, uh, me and Chris have been, uh, you know, we have had a relationship for like, uh, since like 2019. Then finally he was like, Hey, um, do you have any sponsors for the show? I was like, no. He's like, well, do you want one? <laughs> yeah. And I was yeah. like, absolutely. <laughs> so now Rage Against the Mainstream podcast is a part of the Legend Entertainment family. And, um, it's just nice because, like, you always hear of, like, I mean, I've never had the experience of, like, dealing with an asshole, like, interviewing them, but every person I've talked to that's affiliated, like, in, like, our little umbrella here, they've all been just, like, awesome. Like, I haven't dealt with one, like, prick yet. Eventually, they'll come. I'm kidding. Oh, Hopefully. yeah. Oh, oh, eventually, they'll show up, <laughs> and then I'll just hang up. <laughs> You'll be like, oh, bye. <laughs> So, yeah right <laughs> so 
you've guys you guys have been a band for a while um have you guys ventured outside of the like the Houston or Texas area like playing uh, shows yeah. yeah how far have you gone out California oh really yeah in 2019 that's when we did our first out of state tour it was so fun dude even though we slept in a little van uh transit connect <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun dude those, like, those are small uh, yeah we we found a way. That's a good thing of a three piece. We can just squeeze in and just yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it was fun because we went from Texas to Colorado, and from Colorado we went to like California, and then we just came back home. No, that's but cool. It, yeah, it was so much fun, dude. So the San Diego scene is great. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I, I've never had the pleasure of going out there. I mean. uh we're based, uh, obviously, we're on the East Coast, but we're based out of New Jersey, and pretty much everything here sucks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I mean, I hate to be like that, like, like seeing kid, like, oh, my hometown sucks, but there's really nothing that's going on here anymore. We, we've already had, like, the hardcore thing, and, you know, that that was pretty much it. Like, unless you were around here in the 80s with, like, Bon Jovi and Bruce Springsteen, like... Yeah. Really, really, nothing happened here. <laughs> like that's how it is in Houston. Like when it comes to pop punk, it's hard to bring people in. But when it comes to underground hardcore, that's what they call it, underground hardcore, where people like beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, those shows get full, <laughs> and it's fun. I mean, I've been to one of them. One of my friends dragged me to it, and I was just watching like from like you know the back because I don't want to like be in the pit. Yeah. Dude, those people hit each other. Like, oh yeah, they, they do. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. like I used to just like you know pushing the and then like the occasional like crowd surf. Like yeah. these guys, like they go ham. Like they kick you, they punch you. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. <laughs> and the thing is too, it's like it's almost like infectious. Like when you go to those kind of shows, like it's just like it breathes like a different type of energy into you. Like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, like I'm like a very model. At least I like to think I'm like very mild manner, but then you go to a show like that and you're just like, I don't know why I just have this sudden urge. to want to punch somebody right in the face. Yeah, and you're able to, that thing. <laughs> I can't explain it. I just want to punch somebody right in the face. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. You walk into the fucking venue. You're like, I need to beat the crap out of somebody. <laughs> so it's fun. <laughs> you have you heard it here, kids. <laughs> yeah. So beating people up. <laughs> so going back to touring here for a second is, I mean, obviously you guys want to go out past like the West Coast and everything, but is there anywhere that you're like dying to tour? The East Coast, definitely. Yeah, you're at the. I've been wanting to- in like New York, because I heard a lot of good things about New York. I yeah. don't know. I'm up there. Yeah, the, the New York scene's really good. Um, actually, other uh, friends of the podcast and um, uh, legend entertainment artists, uh, the Phoenix Within, they're from up, uh, I believe they're from like Staten Island or something. So nice. maybe maybe one of these days when you guys get over to the East Coast, we could try to set something up with you guys, because yeah. they're, they're another pop punk type band, too. Um yeah, I mean, I think the New York scene is pretty is pretty happening, and there's like a small like indie type thing going on in Philadelphia. But I mean, I, I'm not really into that kind of music. 
I mean, I could dig it, you know, drink a beer, just hang out, be like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but so, I'm more into, like, punk rock, you know, like, I like the moving, like, the energy. And yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I, I, like, you know, I, I like Joy Division as much as the next guy, but I'm not going to sit there and listen to, you know, the. I'm not going to sit there and listen to a full album by some band that's trying to be like Joy Division. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... I forget what I was just getting ready to ask. Um, yeah, where? Let me think here. I usually have these written down, but like I'm like trying to like get it to where I don't have things written down, so I'm not like looking off to yeah. the side or reading off a sheet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see here. Do you have any shows that you've played that have stuck out? Like, is there any like, like I'll always remember this. Uh, yeah, it was with uh, Assuming We Survive. I don't know if you heard of them. No. Uh, well, they came to Houston, and then the venue asked us to play, like, open up the show. And it was probably the biggest crowd we've ever played for. It was great, and then the singer pulled me on stage, and we pretty much, like, hung out. But I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Hi. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's cool, like the like camaraderie or com camaraderie camaraderie that like other musicians have for each other, especially like like having like the ability to like bring on like someone to be like on an opening slot of a show, and then also giving them that spotlight like afterwards too. Like it it's I I it's hard to explain to people what it's like to be like up on a stage. And it's also hard to explain, like, that exact type feeling. Like, I got the shock. more people put, don't understand it. Yeah, I was just, like, in front of everybody, I was like, oh, wow, like, this guy pulled me <laughs> on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was great. He's super nice. So, uh, I, think, uh, I was going to ask, um, so what's next for 54 Reasons? Obviously, you guys uh, just released this album. Is there another one that's in the works, or are you guys just gonna uh, stick it out, woodshed, and playing shows for a while, or is there like a uh, quick thing to release something else? Uh, we're planning on releasing another album. We're gonna start on it maybe later this year and early next year, like around January, and um, pretty much release it like around summertime. That's the goal, you know. And there'll nice. be another track album pop punk punk rock well that's the thing too like with like pop punk music it's like it's summertime music like, yeah <laughs> like you're not gonna <laughs> sit here in like a new jersey winter and like you know play like a mayday parade album and be like you know what this is it like this is like the per i can't think of a better time than now to listen to this it's like <laughs> you when, wanna, you, when you hear it like you want to be outside yes skating <laughs> doing something Beating people up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, to kind of bring this thing here to a close, it's not a question. Here is a chance for you to plug yourself, plug Fifty Four Reasons, whatever you want to, whatever you want to tell the masses. This is your opportunity. Uh, I suck at these uh, things, but. Uh... <laughs> If you're listening, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for having me 
54 Reasons on your podcast. <laughs> very, very nice of you. Uh, check us out on Spotify, on YouTube, anywhere. Just type in 54 Reasons, we'll pop out. And very humbling to be on the podcast. <laughs> well, hey, hopefully it's the first of many. Um, yeah. yeah. So for those of you listening, I actually have it written down. I, I came prepared with this one. Um, 54reasons.com. Facebook.com slash 54 reasons official and Instagram.com slash 54 underscore reasons. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for helping me. (laughs) Not a problem, man. (laughs) Like I said, every time I do another interview, like I try to get better than the last one. It's like, you know what? I'll write down the social media pages. This would be perfect. And this is like the only time where it was like, oh my God, I actually got to use my notes. (laughs) <laughs> but um yeah man i want to thank you so much for coming on um everyone go check out cigarettes and candy you can find it on street all the streaming platforms uh uh youtube spotify 54reasons.com um yeah thank you so much for coming on man thank you so much for having me have a good one dude you too man have a good rest of your day rest of your week have an awesome <laughs> weekend you too. This one, Alvarez, for 54 Reasons, and you're listening to Rage Against the Mainstream Podcast, and you're listening to Boys Like Us by 54 Reasons. Pretty much us. Sunset that gets me high A spark of life is all I
my lucky star.